Hey, Mike. Yeah, what's going on? Have you ever heard of Learn Worlds? No, I have not. Why don't you tell me about it? Sure, let me tell you more about it. Do you want to create an income online by adding a new revenue stream to your business? It has never been easier. Consider taking your knowledge, skills, and expertise and converting it into a course that you can sell online. Sounds cool. It is really pretty cool. Learn Worlds makes it easy to create, host, and sell beautiful online courses that have an impact. Learn Worlds, intuitive platform and a wealth of resources to educate yourself. You're only a few steps away from building a thriving online business in the booming knowledge economy. Visit trylearnworlds.com forward slash free to start your 30-day free trial right now. Again, that's trylearnworlds.com forward slash free to start that 30-day trial. Sounds cool. Hey, Mike. What? Have you heard of the Homebrew Podcast? I totally have. Get it, nerds. We're hunting space dinosaurs. The Homebrew Podcast is the best adventure. It's published weekly and is everywhere podcasts can be found. They're veteran Dungeons & Dragons players who love phenomenal stories, endearing characters, and a good adventure. They're currently engaged in a reimagined 5th edition sci-fi campaign called Absurdism and a Millennium Abroad. Whether you're new to D&D, a seasoned DM, somewhere in between, or just enjoy a good story, you've come to the right place. Join them while they explore the universe and push the boundaries. So explain to me, Mike, what does the 5th edition mean? They're using the 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons rule set put out by Wizards of the Coast. Catch it online today at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. You can find them at facebook.com forward slash homebrew podcast, or you can check them out at twitter.com forward slash the homebrew DND, or again, anywhere you get your podcast feeds. Why don't you just go to https thehomebrewpodcast.com? Well, that would be a good idea, Mike. You can find them there also. We would like to thank Podcorn for sponsoring this episode of Tech Time Radio. Explore sponsorship opportunities and start monetizing your podcast by signing up at podcorn.com forward slash podcasters. Let me tell you about Podcorn. Podcorn is an absolute must for any podcaster starting out. Now, when we started out Tech Time Radio, we started out in a back office with a couple of mics. We expanded to a studio, and then now, as you can see, we're on the radio and have distribution into other markets. Having the ability to have Podcorn at the start of our podcast would have been a dream come true. Guess what? With Podcorn, you now have the amazing opportunity for podcasts to receive sponsorship, such as host reads, interview segments, and topical discussions. With Podcorn, there's no middleman. Podcasters of all size can browse and choose opportunities right on their platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without exclusivities. You never give up the rights of your podcast in Podcorn, and they're here to support you everywhere possible. Visit podcorn.com. Again, that's podcorn.com. Podcorn is a true success for those starting their podcast dreams. Coming to you from the shores of the Pacific Northwest, keeping you up to date on technology while enjoying a little whiskey on the side with leading edge topics, along with special guests to navigate technology in a segmented, stylized radio program. The information that will make you go, hmm, pull up a seat, raise a glass with our hosts as we spend the next hour talking about technology for the common person. Welcome to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. I'm excited. 
I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm so excited. Are we going to oh, hear well. this every time? <laughs> Are, Are you gonna... excited, Mike? Welcome to today's I'm, show. I'm never excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Do you know, do you know today's That's episode? Good. I broke my glasses, so I'm not excited. You, you broke your glasses? Yeah. I'm sorry. How did you break your glasses? Yeah, I don't know. You don't know? I just had them on, and then I took them off, and then I put them back on, and the arm was broke. Uh-oh. So now they keep falling off. Did my you face. As, as a kid? Did you ever have to super glue your glasses? Did you have glasses? I did as a not kid? have to wear glasses until two years ago. Okay, I I had awesome vision until I turned forty five. <laughs> until you turned forty five, I'm gonna pretend it's forty five. Okay, forty five. We'll pretend it's forty five fifty. Yeah. Okay, I got you. All right. Well, welcome to Tech Time with Nathan. Mom, the show makes you go. Mm, technology news of the week. Yeah, we are here for the everyday common person with insightful segments and subjects weeks ahead of the mainstream media. And we have some great topics to be talking about this what, week. Are, what are we going to talk about? Oh, let me Are t- we going to oh, talk okay. about? Well, welcome to the show. Hang on. We got our whole little music to start out our show. Oh, yeah, so hang on. <laughs> so welcome to our show. We are live streaming in studio from 4 to 6 p.m. on YouTube, Twitch, uh, Twitter, and maybe Facebook if it's up. So hopefully Shh. Facebook is up right don't, now. Don't talk about so, that. Because it was not up on Monday, and it was not up last night. It was taken down again, it was taken too. taken down again. Yeah, so they had some issues with that, and so hopefully... Good thing I don't depend on Facebook. Well, uh, if you did depend on Facebook, then you're going to be having some problems. And you know what? We are so excited to be talking about Facebook because in the I'm second sure everybody's hour... everybody's talking about Facebook. Oh, right boy. Now. We got inside information from the sources inside uh, corporate headquarters of Facebook, we have some unlisted uh, individuals that are going to tell us, and uh, we've had printout information of what happened to Facebook's big breach. So we're excited about that in the second hour of Nick Espinoza on to verify some of the information that we're talking about. Uh, we got, of course, Twitch got breached a whole bunch too. So that's all. The second hour is breach, breach, breach. But on the first hour, they need whiskey. That's right. The, fir- the first hour, we're really excited. We're coming to you from four to six p.m. If you're not listening to us on Saturday, then you're probably listening to a rebroadcast. So if you're listening to us on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, not four to six p.m. or Sunday, you listen to a rebroadcast. Go to TechTimeRadio.com again. That's TechTimeRadio.com to stay up on all the latest information. Now, if you're catching the Thursday episode. Episode. Welcome, Thursday fans. You only get the first hour. So to hear all the great stuff about Facebook, you're going to need to make sure you go online to techtimeradio.com to get that second hour because there is so much that we're going to be talking about. All right. Now, I think we should get ready to start our show. There we go. Oh, yeah, that's right. The now on today's show. show. Now on today's show. David, 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 David. I was so excited. I forgot which one to press. Okay, I was <laughs> going to say, well, yeah, we're not quite there yet. On today's show, let's talk about what we got. Hour one, why Windows 11 is destined to fail. We got Facebook <laughs> okay. and associated apps um, that were down not once but twice this week. We're going to be talking about that. We have holograms. Are they real? We have a startup company that is actually able to create a real life hologram. Did you ever used to watch the holodeck in Star Trek where they where they go on in and have that virtual room and they had a couple mystery episodes there with the holodeck always breaking down on Star Trek Next Generation? Oh, sure, yeah. Okay, so there's actually a company that has real holographic processes in place. We're going to talk about it. Okay. They've been spending about 10 years doing it. They failed, 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 and it's kind of like the creation of the electricity after so many failed processes, the, cre- the creation of uh, the light bulb. Okay. Sorry, creation of sorry, <laughs> creation of the light bulb. After so many think, failed events, finally God they got that right on the first shot. That's right. Okay, we also have Gwen that's going to be joining us on our gadgets and gears, and we have our 
article that we did not do last week regarding EA's new COO, Laura Mealy. Yes. And we have a segment on and things you didn't so know. And you got so busted for yeah. that, by the way. I did. I did. I so, tried. I tried to keep them on track, folks, but yeah. sometimes that's so we're, we're, too hard. We have a whole segment. That's our second segment <laughs> that we're date? going I know, Dave's throwing me under the bus. After he hit the wrong music, yeah, now he's throwing me under the that's bus. What is it? Payback, oh, that's right. that's exactly. All right, on the second hour, we have our letters segment, which includes scam phishing emails and all-out mistruth disguised as legitimate emails yeah, sent to our host. I got one of those types on my phone. Oh, did you? Okay, we're going to have to talk about that then. That will be really excited. And then we're going to move to Ask the Experts. We're bringing back one of our favorite guests, Nick Espinoza, the CSO and founder of Security Fanatics. He's actually on the road speaking at a large convention tomorrow, so he's going to be joining us from his hotel room. Excited about that because we got to talk about this Facebook uh, uh, supposedly uh, misconfiguration, which was not a misconfiguration. It was an internal hack. It was an internal shutdown within the company itself. And we're going to be talking about that and explaining what happened on that. Rebellion. Yes. So that happened to do with the whistleblower thing. Now, I saw yeah. some other guy. Let me yeah, just tell you. If you're listening to people on the Internet and there's some there was some guy, a friend sent me a link and this guy was crazy. Some like. It was a whole disguise by Facebook to do this and to give power to the. If you listen to any of those crazy oh, was people, a, was it a was it a conspiracy theory? Yeah, conspiracy, okay. and it was actually planted by Facebook, and she purposely did it. None of that's true. No, that was the real whistleblower on sixty minutes is legit. It's somebody that came on out, and Facebook is uh, feeling a little bit of the heat from that. So we're going to be talking about that, and then um, we're going to end with some. Interesting information of what happened today in the world and tomorrow. We have some uh, historical history that we're going to be talking about, some cool stuff that we have. All right. I like historical Uh, history. All right. So now, Mr. Gorday, we're going to get into our loaded question brought to you by Elderberry Boost. Get your Elderberry Boost today at elderberryboost.com. Where's the Where's the sound clip? Uh, we don't have the sound clip. Oh. Hey, uh, we're not going to have David do any other stuff. He's, he's gotten it taken care of. He's like, no, I'm just going to do what I need to do. All right. Okay. Okay. What is the best thing about flying? Not walking. Not walking. Okay. No, I like flying. What do you do? Do you, do you enjoy flying? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. And in, in pre-COVID times, yeah. Okay. Well, we're, we're now getting out of COVID times, yep. right? Yeah. So, so, so I, for me, the best thing about flying is the amount of things that you can see through the window if you can open your window or you basically don't have somebody yelling at you to close the window. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, have you ever tried to take pictures? I, I oh, try, yeah. I, try I take to take pictures all the time. Do, out, does yours turn out? Mine never turn out. No. Mine well, always they, have that. They do, but they always have a, a wing in the in the. Yeah, in the same picture. here. Yeah. They, so, so they what they need to create for the airline industry where you can actually plug in and have a camera, an HD camera, in your seats for the outside. It's on the tip of the wing. Or, or the outside of the plane, and then you could move it up and down, left or right, and you could take a picture of that. Man, I forget the that end. That would be awesome, but yeah. everybody would be trying to wrestle with that. But what if you had one for each row? Because, oh, come that on, that's would, a, that, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it's only probably like 15, 20 bucks yeah. to have a high-end camera. One of the, that was one of my favorite things when I, when I first came to Seattle, the very first time I flew over Mount St. Helens, and I was like, okay. I want to be. I want to live here. That's it. Is a beautiful place. All right. Well, we're excited about it now. As we get through that, we're really excited. We're going to have, of course, our whiskey tasting for our pick of the day. We're going to have either a zero, one, or two thumbs up. We have some nice whiskey that we'll be talking about, so we're excited about that. And then now, let's get our show started with our top stories in the first five minutes. What's happening in the world of technology? This is our top stories in the first five minutes. 
get tired of you repeating that. Well, I, I just <laughs> want to make sure I repeat it because I didn't know if it was going to hit the right button or we move on to the next one. Ah, just joking. All right, David. Here we go. <laughs> Windows 11 is released, but you might have to wait till mid-2022 to actually get it on your no PC. No way. Yeah, what is that about? Uh, I don't know. Okay, I see all these ads and the gals dancing all around. She goes through some portals. She goes through some art galleries. She says Windows 11 is the best thing in the world. But let me just tell you. Windows 11 is now available, but it carries some pretty strict requirements. Well, we've been we've been talking about how bad this thing is. It is horrible. We have. We've said that it's probably not going to be very successful, and it's not. Let me just tell you. You have to load a PC health check app before you want to upgrade Windows 11 to see if your PC is able to be upgraded. So you have to download an app. It then tells you your PC doesn't have the requirements. I literally have nine PCs at my house, and I just got a brand new Surface, right? Uh huh. So uh, I would figure the new Surface I just bought in the store literally two months ago. So you you've already tried this? I've tried it on all <clears throat> nine of them. All nine of them fail. I can't get I can't get Windows 11 on any of my new machines. I have an i9 souped up uh, rig machine to Bitcoin. Uh, mine and a bunch of other aspects with that absolutely should absolutely fits the spec. Thirty-two gigs of RAM, high-end video right, card. So doesn't upgrade. This is kind of a common thing, right? We were talking about how common this is right now that even people who are experts can't even do this. So we can't. So Windows Eleven is supposed to be coming out for most of the PCs. It's not available. Microsoft says that you might have to wait till mid two thousand and twenty-two to download it because they have a rolled-out process. So instead of letting everybody get Windows 11, they have some machines that they still haven't been able to fix the bugs with for this new operating system available. Mm -hmm. So they won't let you update them until they fix the bugs because they release a product that's ahead of time and it shouldn't be released are to they, the market. Are they taking a cue from the gaming industry? I think where so. They, they, they pre-release a game and it's just this really bad. It's not ready to go. It's, Windows it's, 10. When Windows 10 came out, everybody got upgraded to Windows 10. Yeah. It was easy. It was, easy. It, it was taken care of. The best part about Windows 11, let me just tell you that, is... That, that it's not on my PC yet? That's right. <laughs> and that I can wait till 2025 because Windows 10 will be supported until then before I even need to worry about upgrading. And you know what? I am not looking to upgrade to Windows 11 anytime soon. Okay. Well, you know, if you have an AMD processor, yeah. you're in trouble too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a very interesting <laughs> too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Your computer will not load Windows 11. <laughs> well, it'll, or it may load it. And if it does load it, it'll be running like at. Uh, yeah, it's going to be reduced performance for the Ryzen chips. Correct on Windows 11. One of the uh, there. In fact, I think we actually have a a little sound clip. Uh, do we have a sound clip for this? I don't know. I don't no. think. No, I don't think we have a sound clip for that. All right. Well, we don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's guys. fine. Well, what, okay. Was that so one of the one of the big problems with, <laughs> with Windows 11 performance to fall as much as 15 percent? on certain PC games, according to AMD. But they say a fix is coming. If you're running Windows 11 on an AMD Ryzen chip, brace yourself. Okay. Chipmaker support document indicates that all AMD processors are officially compatible with Windows 11 or affected officially compatible with Windows 11. So, so that means essentially every AMD chip that's out there yeah. has a level 3 cache that's built into the chip. It, to run Windows 11... Yeah, I was fixing to talk about that. Okay, so, <laughs> okay you're going to be running at a reduced speed. So what is that? How can you release Windows 11 to market? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like this was a faux pas on Microsoft part that they, they jumped the gun a little bit on this. 
Yeah, why why do you have to release an operating system when it, originally it came on out the Windows 10 was going to be the last operating system? All right, so tell me more. Yeah, what happened with that? What what, what I, happened with that Microsoft? Yeah, Microsoft said Windows 10 was the last. You'd only right. have to pay for upgrades. So you have Windows 11 doesn't work for AMD processors. Windows 11 doesn't work for a brand new Surface that you buy from them, right? So it may be able to be you, upgraded in 2022. Do you have an opinion on this about Windows 11? Yeah, Windows 11 sucks. So no, do no, not, no, uh, no, 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 not about it being sucked, but do you think it's actually going to, you think they'll back down like they did with 8.1? Um, so I think Windows 11 is doomed. I think Windows will come out with some new number, probably not. 12. Windows 13. Or, well, that would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Windows yeah. 13. Yeah. <laughs> everything's backwards or everything's cycle. You you move your mouse across and like the 13, then it moves to the left automatically. No. Mine does that anyway. Oh, does it do yeah. that? All right. <laughs> so, yes. Um, let's talk about holograms. Okay, let's talk about holograms. Do you want to talk about holograms or do you want me to talk no, about No, you talk about it. Okay, you were so the one that was really excited. I am. So, holograms get real. Startup creates objects of light out of thin air. No longer do are you like are oh there goes the the five fingers all right no yep. longer are you relegated to science fiction holodeck style operations from Silicon Valley company Lightfield let me tell you if you have a chance to buy stock in Lightfield go out and buy Lightfield right now labs are here today essentially what they've done is they have <laughs> choose what's that keep going <laughs> what, what they uh, have, you're giving you're giving financial advice you're not allowed to give okay I'm giving financial advice go buy so, stocks. <laughs> Right now into Lightfield because if they create a hologram, they're going to be worth billions of dollars. So let me just tell you, I, I, what they've been able to do is they have the way where they can focus light on a specific tablet. So you have to have one of their tablets. And it is different yeah. because uh, 4K televisions have 8.2 million pixels. This tablet that they have right there is a 20-inch digital panel that has 2.5 billion pixels. So it has so many pixels on this tablet that what they do is they focus light out of these pixels mm -hmm. into a triangular type process. And what it does is above that tablet, it can produce a Princess is, Leia hologram. This is, yeah, do, this is the this is the Star Wars thing where they where it comes up out of the Yeah, like you see the playing chess. Device. Remember playing chess on the yeah. Millennium Falcon or whatever that chess game was? This is exactly Dude, the you ability. Are so, you are so abusing your nerd card right well, okay now. what was it what yeah you know it the was name? the millennium falcon it was the millennium falcon that's what yeah. i said did i say millennium falcon what did i say you said or something oh did i okay so the chess game that they played you know when they have yeah. chewbacca gets all upset so essentially this is doing the same exact deal where it's coming up and <laughs> chewbacca's who gets upset <laughs> i'm just gonna keep messing with what you are you right talking there? about that's who he's playing <laughs> chewbacca gets all upset he pounds the deal all right so let me just tell you that way that it works is the hologram beam comes up in a triangular area. Mm. It is so bright that it can distinguish between all the different rays that are coming up and make the object itself. Awesome. All right, story number four, breaking news. Friday evening, Facebook has apologized once again for reporting problems down with the services. Dang. Days after a major outage on WhatsApp, Instagram, and Facebook on Monday, they were again down on Friday for many hours. The company said a configuration change had impacted users globally. Well, this is the second time you used the same exact they wording, so it's word. cut and paste. Well, this is corporate. This is corporate. Cut and paste. Spin. Hey, we had a configuration issue. Yeah, uh-huh, sure. Okay, we're, we're going to be talking about this more in the second hour, but sorry if you were unable to access the products during the last couple hours on Friday. They said in a statement, we are going to work to rectify that, and we'll fix our issue as soon as possible. Was it out longer than it was on Monday? It was only two hours. Oh, okay. But it was down two hours. And had degraded service specifically for Instagram. It was really degrading. I suppose if I cared more, I would have known that. Well, because I, I didn't know that. You didn't know that. Well, I 
I, acci- on- I accidentally stumbled upon the fact that Facebook was out on Monday because I got a tweet. You you, te- you texted me too. I know. I was like, "Hey, yeah. what's going on here?" I know, and I said, "This is funny. I said, it's being hacked on." And I, yeah. That's what I said. And we're gonna be talking about that the second hour. So, hey, we are gonna need to go to a commercial break here. It is four twenty-three already, man. We are getting through the hour quickly. We got Gwen on the line that's waiting to talk about it. But when we come on back, we have our segment: uh, things you didn't know, or stories you didn't know that we're gonna be taking a look <clears throat> at. EA's COO. Laura Mealy. So you're listening to Tech Time Radio. I'm Nathan Moe. We got Mike Roday here and David Brown behind the board. We'll see you after the commercial break. Hi, I'm Nathan Mum, host of Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum on KKNW. Tech Time Radio's live show is Saturday from 4 to 6 p.m. And you can always check us on the web at techtimeradio.com. Our segmented stylized radio gives you the breaking news before it hits mainstream media. Join myself and Mike Rodea as we'll make you laugh. That's good. Hooked on phonics worked for you, didn't it? (laughs) Just a little bit. And learning something new in technology, join us Saturdays 4 to 6 p.m. and Thursdays from 6 to 7 a.m. The technology show for the everyday common person. Hi, this is Lisa Downs, host of Reigniting You, the show that takes a positive, forward-looking approach to mid-to-late career transitions for Gen Xers and Boomers every Wednesday afternoon at 3 o'clock Pacific. Whether you're looking to stay in the traditional workforce, do your own thing, or retire or semi-retire, Reigniting You is your source for career transition advice, inspiration, and insight for what's next in your career and life. Join me Wednesdays at 3 o'clock to get re-energized, recharged, and reignited. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Tech Time with Nathan Mum. We just had our first whiskey tasting, and we're going to start our whiskey review here. Mike, what do you think of this? This is the WL Weller Special Reserve Straight Bourbon. It's $125 a bottle, mm-hmm. 90 proof, aged for approximately seven years. This bourbon is crafted from wheat mash bill. Let's tell you a little bit about this. Notably, WL Weller is a wheat bourbon originally created by the Seltzer Willer Distilling Company. The brand is named after William Laurel, who was the original created and credited individual to create the wheat and second grain straight bourbon as opposed to the more commonly used rye. Mm-hmm. Notably, William hired a famous Julian Van Winkle, who would be later known as Pappy. Van Winkle began his career working for Weller. Weller passed in 1889 and accidentally essentially moved him on to have Julian Pappy Van Winkle create his own product. Yeah. So Pappy Van Winkle is a pretty large known uh, whiskey in the area. So he essentially worked here. He must have stolen Weller's information on how to make whiskey because this is a very, I like this very whiskey. smooth this taste. Very smooth. I can, I can actually taste the, the fruity flavors. You can? Mm-hmm. So you got the, uh, I think there's some orange in there. I mm-hmm. think there's some... Uh, uh, vanilla flavoring, cinnamon flavoring, too, supposedly. Yep. Okay, great. All right. Well, now that we got our drinks out of the way, we're not going to say if we're going to give a thumbs up or thumbs down. You didn't like last week's, though. So last week's were the kinda, Duke. Yeah, you didn't like the John Wayne Duke. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, it was. It was again. It was okay. It just wasn't okay enough. Dude, this is really smooth, man. This I, one's I, good. I, I, I'm still relaxing in it. It's kind of going down. It has a nice little burn, but it's not like a bad burn. It's just a kind of nice, a warm. A little warm, fuzzy tummy. Uh, two hours of this, we're going to be in trouble. All right, here yep. we go. We're going to start our next segment right now. 
stories you didn't know. All right, EA promoted Lori Mealy to COO, making her the most powerful woman in gaming. She previously served as a chief studio officer for the Now Electronic Arts and has been promoted to the chief operating officer the company announced last week. The change is a big promotion for Mealy, who had already had a significant leadership at the company, overseeing 25 different studios. The new role will give Mealy greater insight over the company and arguably makes her the most powerful woman in gaming industry. Oversight. Um, there are very few females that are in the C-suite, especially those of uh, decision-making processes, not including a C-suite executive of mostly HR and finance individuals that are female. So she actually takes on a lead role. It's not like a controller or a financial person. It's not like the HR person. Right. She is making the decisions for electronic arts. Now, Mealy joined EA in 1996 and has served as a chief studio officer since April 2018. Uh, speaking with Mealy in July, where she discussed the pandemic has changed the development at EA. Mealy has now moved on to the role uh, in the last few months, according to SEC filings. Laura has also led EA's America's publishing organization, overseeing EA's products and marketing campaigns in the region. Additionally, Laura served as the general manager of the Star Wars business and senior vice president of global marketing, working for EA, developing teams, overseeing packaged goods and digital releases. Her leadership and work on platform franchises such as Battlefield, Dragon Age, and Need for Speed contributed to Laura's recognition and the women's all-time ad-age watch list. All right, we have a short interview here with EA's COO, Laura Mealy, and she reveals how the company is using employee resource groups to review their games. So I've been at Electronic Arts for close to 24 years, and I've had the privilege of having many roles at the company. And, um, and we bring games such as EA Sports, Battlefield, The Sims, Plants vs. Zombies to life, and um, it's just a real privilege to work in this organization. And you know, we exist to inspire the world to play. And when you are in the business of inspiring the world, it means the world. And you, um, you need to ensure that you have diverse and inclusive content for everyone to play and for everyone to connect with. I have actually always been a gamer, from board games to my computer lab. I used to beg my parents for family game nights every week. We put a game out called Need for Speed Heat. It takes place in a city that's very Miami-esque. And we wanted um, really rich flavors of Hispanic and Latino community represented. And so we have a Somos ERG, and we had them review clothes and language and colors of cars and so we were we were very specific on that group and of course there's intersectionality and our women's ERG participated as well but we were really focused on ensuring that we represented this community in a way that we wanted to in a way that was relevant and resonated with them and certain categories and genres are certainly um, a higher male um, portion of players and so I'm, I'm hoping that we can also um, help players think differently about it. I think that having inclusive and diverse characters or diverse characters, people see themselves in games and are more open to actually playing them and experiencing them. And I just have to believe that the more diverse our players are, that the better that will get, that the better that will be. All right. So let's talk about what's the one of the very first things that she did when she got promoted to the studio chief of electronic arts. Now, I'm a big electronic arts guy, so I play uh, Madden football, right? Mm -hmm. And Madden football was fantastic back in the 
late 80s, early 90s. Mm -hmm. Then it went through a real time where it wasn't really good, and there was another sporting game company called 2K Sports, which actually ended up becoming a a much better product. And EA was kind of just sitting in the background, not doing very well at that. And so one of the biggest things that EA has has been accused of by gamers is that they really don't listen to people and they make what they want and they put out what they want, but they don't actually get feedback from individuals and change and and make things that are needed to be successful. Yeah, I remember Battlefront 2 coming out and there was a big uproar about uh, that. About the, the pay for content the, stuff, the pay for content stuff, yeah. So, so let's let's take a look. First thing she did when she became the chief studio officer was that she pulled together nineteen video game influencers into a conference room. Mm-hmm. She asked them, uh, "What what do you want to change? What is something that frustrates you about Electronic Arts?" A guy in the corner at the table said, "I don't understand why you don't give players." what they're asking for. And essentially this individual went on to talk for about 10, 15 minutes and said, Hey, well, we've asked for this. We've asked for this upgrades. We've asked for this. And you guys don't do any of that. Instead, you guys push up your, uh, to purchase content, your play to win content. And so she took this very seriously and essentially she went on in and she decided to change how not only, um, they've done, uh, marketing, for games themselves, but also changed the feedback loop for it. So she created subgroups within electronic arts, a female group, a Latino group, and certain area groups that when they actually build a game uh, across platforms, they actually bring in these people from HR, from marketing, from other areas, and say, okay, here's the game that's playing here. We want you to take it home, and we want you to tell us about it. And then she takes that feedback in from just normal users to actually change how they develop the games themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Uh, She attended the University of Nevada in Las Vegas. Uh, She worked at an architectural company, and essentially she started out as a receptionist in positions before she became more senior roles. Essentially, she landed a job as a project manager at Westwood Studios, a video game developer best known for Command & Conquer in 1996. And then she eventually took over all the marketing for the parent company, Virgin Interactive. Wow. Um, essentially her big break came in EA's business in 2011, about 80% of the advertising budgets were spent on TV ads, but she saw how the advertising budgets should have been going to online and interactive processes. And she spent over 80% of the budget for battlefield three on digital advertising content. So instead of doing big billboards, instead of doing anything, that was a traditional marketing aspect for Battlefield 3. She mm-hmm. decided to do it all in-game. So if you're watching YouTube, you would see a Battlefield 3 ad. If you're watching uh, any uh, networking event that was any streaming uh, information, Battlefield 3 was a big idea. Essentially, she was so scared about this, she got called in by EA and said, why are you not uh, spending in traditional advertising? She said, I think this, this is going to be a new way to do the executives came into work, said that we did not see it on the billboards. Yeah. And she got called in front of the car. Of course. She said, I believe this strategy will work. And what she ended up having, she had EA's fastest selling game of all time with 5 million copies sold in the first week with this new marketing strategy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we don't we don't like change, so. So she is, she is a groundbreaking video game nerd. She plays the video games. She... Uh, 
Uh, it goes in and she'll spend anywhere between 20 to 40 hours a week playing video games. Really? She talks about how uh, she originally started with men avatars uh, because all of the female avatars were over-sexualized and, mm-hmm. and they're always trying to be that. And so she's made a big push for any of the online playing games, any of the games that you could create a person themselves to be less sexualized and to be more uh, standard process of your everyday player. Okay. So now we, we play a game called uh, Sea of Thieves. Yep. So I like, so this is, in there they have uh, certain models, but if you look at most of the models that they have there, there are not overly uh, sexy gals. There's not really overly uh, beefy dudes. Beefy dudes. I mean, my poor character I play, I mean, he's got like a little yeah, pot he's, belly. Yeah, he's, he's porky. Yeah, he is. So he's running around and looks like a pretty cool pirate. They've spent a lot of time, I know Rare has, to make sure that they're more real inclusive and it probably looks a little bit more like me than some big buff dude that would be going out there <laughs> type of deal. So we're, we're okay. excited to have her be the COO. He doesn't have a dad bod. Was that? No, it's, it, it, my guy has a little your dad guy, bod. Your, get, your, your it, guy has a dad bod. He does a little bit. All right. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed that segment. Hopefully you got to learn a little bit more about electronic arts. He was really revolutionary in the game in world. Uh, they do a lot of online tournaments you wouldn't want to be playing an online tournament on Windows 11 on an AMD processor, though, because if no, you are, you're, you're going to be at a reduced speed. That's right. You're going you're gonna to suck. <laughs> you're going to be very slow. So we're going to take a commercial back. When we come on back, we have Gwen Wade joining us, our producer, and, of course, our gadgets and gear expert. We're going to see, um, is this gadget and gear item that Gwen's going to share with me something that I should add to my Christmas list or not, or for your Christmas lists? Uh, again, it's a Kickstarter project, so it probably won't be available until next Christmas. But we're going to be talking about that. 2025. <laughs> That's right. And we got tons more on our show. So we'll see you right after the commercial break. I'm Nathan Mum. we got Micro Day here, David Brown behind the board, and Gwen Way will be joining us in our next segment. Did you know that up to 12 to 15% of Americans grind their teeth at night while they sleep? Hmm. Yeah, it's it's called bruxism. I used to work at a sleep lab and we used to we used to measure that and it leads to a lot of uh, problems like headaches and destroys your teeth, it wears down the enamel and it's just very hard on your your mouth. So every once in a while I'll wake up, my jaw will hurt. Do you think I'm grinding my teeth at night? Yep. Well, so how do you go about protecting this then? Uh, the number one recommended way of protecting yourself from teeth grinding is what's called a night guard, which is a custom fitted prosthetic that you put inside your mouth. It usually runs, you know, hundreds of dollars, but I know our sponsor, Smile Brilliant, can get you custom fitted night guards for as little as $45 a piece. So if you go to smilebrilliant.com and use Tech Time Radio at checkout, you can receive 20% off your complete order. So visit smilebrilliant.com and use the Tech Time Radio at checkout code. All right. Welcome back to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. Speaking of breaking news, I heard you got some uh, very instant feedback during that last commercial Oh, we did. We had some uh, thanks to our viewers on Twitch and on uh, Facebook. It is working right now, so thank you very much. We did have some uh, information where someone said that it made it sound like I was saying that Julian Pappy Van Winkle stole his ideas from the Weller family. Now, I was not trying to say that. What I was trying to say is that I'm sure he worked with the Weller family that we're drinking here. As you would work at any company, he probably Put learned. Put on the backup. Boop, boop. So he, yeah, he probably learned some secrets. 
and that helped him produce his Pappy Van Winkle, which is a very which is, good, which is a very good uh, whiskey. Yeah, this is a good whiskey. So uh, that's what I'm trying to say. So Pappy, um, he's probably rolling over in his grave saying, well, "How dare Nathan say that?" No, I'm I'm not trying to say that that was the case. I'm absolutely saying that you <laughs> had a great opportunity, and you okay. know what? Okay, there let's you go. move on. Okay. So how was your taste, though? I'll tell you, the taste is phenomenal. Taste is good. You know what? We're gonna have a little bit of this in the second hour too. We're gonna be, uh, uh, we're gonna have to stay an extra couple of minutes uh, before we drive back into our vehicles because this mm -hmm. has got some. Pretty... You can stay here and keep me company all night if you want. That's right. I, that, that'll be fantastic. I'll stay here and hang out with David. Sure. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on to our next segment now. What's new in our gadgets and gear? All right. Well, joining the show, of course, we have our producer and export uh, extraordinaire Gwen Way is joining us. Gwen, how are you doing today? Doing well, doing well. It's a beautiful, cloudy, gray fall day here in the Pacific Northwest. It so is. It is. You know what? Love it. This. This is the. This is are the. Are you what? a pluvial file? What, what is? What's a pluvial file? Not really. That's someone who loves rain. Oh, I don't love rain. This is the gray. Well, this is the beginning of the gray. It's not as bad though when you get January and February, and then every day you wake out and it's just always gray. That's like, oh yeah, that's like the depressing that, times of Washington. Yeah, that's that's, that's why I'm very happy that we're we're getting to a point where there's more people vaccinated and we can travel again because our, our we would normally travel in February. Yeah, to go somewhere sunny and and feel the sun again. It yeah, was great. yeah. No, I got to do that February. Go down to California or. Or, yeah. or or Arizona, I can go to Arizona. Arizona. That's, That's right. right. Go down Arizona to Arizona and hang go. out there and have a great time. All right, well, Gwen, we're excited to have it's you. Ninety degrees uh, in Texas right now. Is it really? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Everybody's moving to Texas, aren't they? That's what I yeah. keep on hearing. Okay, all right. Um, let's talk about this product. So this is an interesting product. We had us at the production show. I did a little bit more research about it. So I'm going to let you talk all about it. This is called the Splay. Right, it's called mm -hmm. uh, S P L A Y. Display. That's right. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about this. Well, it would be absolutely perfect for your sleepover with David there in the studio. Okay, when we stay uh, here tonight, we're not okay. going to do each other's hair. <laughs> no, we're not going to do each other's nails a little bit later tonight. <laughs> no, we'll just be running around the building checking all the other stations here all night. Okay, there you play go. hide I mean, and seek. That also works. Yeah, there you go. But in between those checks, you could use the display display to either work off your computer with a spare monitor or set it up as an ultra short throw projector so you'd be able to watch a movie okay so this is a projector unit it's considered exactly. a pico projector unit. are you going to bring it up online so we can see it are you going to share that out on your screen or not uh it is shared if david okay. wants to go ahead and throw it up there, there it is right there oh okay fantastic okay so it's an expandable display ultra show Throw Pico Projector. Now, I had to look up what Pico Projector is. You know what Pico Projector means? It's a Pokemon reference? No. that's no. what. See, that's what I thought. Pico means that he can hold the projector in your hand. Oh, okay. So, essentially, this projector. So, it is a Pokemon reference. Well, a little bit. So, essentially, <laughs> you can, ideally, this projector is portable. You mm -hmm. don't have to have a special case for it. You can just wrap it, put it in your laptop bag, and take it with you. So, okay. So, let's talk a little bit of, more about this because I, I said I wasn't going to buy one of these. And then I did a little bit more research, and now I was like, well, I should buy one of these. And yeah, I was like, you well, always no. buy these things. Well, this is Every very, time. I know. This is very interesting. So tell tell me what this does. It ex kind of is, it expands. It can be used as a second monitor. Go and tell us a little bit more, Gwen. 
Exactly. So basically, this is a collapsible monitor. Uh, and what I mean by that is it collapses the screen that the projector throws the image onto. Okay. Uh, it's got a speaker. Now, the display is not uh, necessarily 4K. It is not. It is, it is only it standard. Is it is standard 1K compatible, not 4K or 2K. Okay. Exactly. But when you look at the 4K ultra short throw projectors, you're looking at spending fifteen hundred on the low end up to three or four thousand on the high end. Okay. And this beauty you can get for seven hundred dollars. For seven hundred dollars. And it has this portable pack. So it's kind of like a transformer. So you like expand it and it's got this cloth type deal. I actually thought it was like one of those deals where if you ever went to like JC Penney's as a kid and they had those big white deals that they would uh, do for your photo projector. It right. kind of has like that white background, that kind of that uh, screen area, but essentially it shoots the video onto that white screen itself, this portable white screen. Oh, okay. Okay. Exactly. All right. So tell, so tell us a little bit more. I'm, I'm, still, I'm, still on the, I'm still on the fence on, on, on if I'm going to to no, back this or not. No, you're not. Well, I can't. Well, you're not. On the, you already <laughs> backed it. Okay, so there's some uniqueness to this, right? What, what what other uniqueness comes from this? There's quite a few bits of uniqueness. First of all, it includes speakers, which is excellent. Uh, it is has a four-hour battery life. Four hours. Fantastic. So that uh, means when you're not plugging it in. So if I take it outside. That means one Two two regular movies or one Lord of the Rings ex extended edition. That's exactly it's, right. That's only right. One, so you have to be ready to recharge for the other two. Okay, uh, which is good. That gives you a chance to you know get up, stretch your legs, say hello to a loved one. I don't know, eat really? something, and fast? then dive right back in. <laughs> is it a fast charging system? So it is a so it is a fast charge. It'll charge within mm -hmm. thirty five minutes. Exactly. Wow, that's a long hello to friends. What do you mean? It, <laughs> well, if you're going to eat too, aren't you going to eat? Exactly. No, you Come eat on. while you're watching the movie. Uh, Come on. What? No, you, no. Yeah, you really? eat while you're watching you the movie. You're going to eat something more than popcorn, Mike. Come on. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I'm talking about a full course meal. Right you have there. a full yeah. course meal. Like, oh. Right there while you're, eating, oh, while, wow. while okay. you're watching All right. Okay. Keep on. on going. All right. Here we go. <laughs> All right. The other wonderful thing about this is that the battery bank can act as a battery bank for anything. So you can actually... Uh, Watch a two-hour movie and then plug your phone in and charge your phone if you need to. Aha, uh -huh, see? So if you want to charge your phone and your battery's dead, you could be watching The Lord of the Rings and you probably only get through the final battle and then it'll it'll, it'll be yeah, out yeah, of Yeah, yeah, you're not watching yeah. Lord of the Rings and charging your phone. It just, that's <laughs> no. Just, no. No. No, you're, you're, you're yeah. going to watch one of those 90-minute shows like... <laughs> uh, Exactly. A standard okay. movie. Okay. A standard length movie. Or Free uh, Guy. We're going to be talking about Free Guy. Have you uh, seen Free Guy yet? I haven't seen that yet. Oh, Free guy is, is it fun? It's, it's funny. so good. It's very funny. It's so good. Ryan Reynolds movies are on my top shelf. Uh, so the, the, I love oh, Ryan yeah. Reynolds uh, This movies. is a great one. He, he's, he's one of the funniest guys ever. So the end Dead, scene, Deadpool is the very the end scene, I don't want to ruin it for you, but I could only see Mark Zuckerberg Monday morning going on in and repeating the free guy end scene. That's all I'll say. <laughs> when I think of Facebook being down for those seven hours that it was down Monday, there's an well, end now scene. I have to watch it. Yeah, there's an end scene yep. there. And I, 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 I don't you agree, Gwen? That That's probably oh, what he's doing. Absolutely. That's right. No, okay, never mind. That's all I'll say. <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so this has speakers. And I heard the speakers mm -hmm. are actually really good. 
They're good speakers. According yeah. to the deal, it's full <laughs> HD. It's not 2K. It's not 4K, but it's a full HD resolution. Plugs in with an HDMI cable to any source. It can actually also be used as a second it's, monitor. Yep, it's a mm. monitor. So you could use it as a monitor. So if I have my, if so I, have, I can, I can have my monitor here, and I can have a screen projected monitor here. Yes, and when you plug into this HDMI aspect, it will actually allow you to drag and drop your computer, both Mac and PC, available to go left and right and have that as an additional screen. That's cool. And also, I mean, if it comes right down to it, when we get back to traveling, you can uh, just kind of spread out and work. That's right. You could be on the plane. You put up this little Pico deal. Yeah, You could be can, watching I, a movie, yeah. and then the person next to you be like, why the heck are you taking up that whole uh, tray and you'd be like because I love flying because that's what Mike said what's the best thing about exactly, flying you, exactly. you, you could have one of these Pico displays there no I said looking out the window that's right you know Look, you can make friends with the people next to you it'll be fine no I that's, I don't do that on flights are you are you are you <laughs> just a quiet dude and you don't talk to I'm me? an introvert okay you don't if talk I, to me? if I don't talk to somebody on a, one person at all yeah I'm a happy guy. Oh, I need it's to know. Every, I need to know everybody I in my row. I, I need to know where they work, what they're doing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, all right. I've had some interesting <laughs> conversations that I was never really involved in. <laughs> oh, really? You're just yeah. listening. Fair. You're People, just listening. Just listening. You're just listening. Okay. Just nod. Just, just nod. Smile and nod. All right. So how? So, so the Kickstarter. How long until this is uh, funded? Is it fully funded? How do I go and search for this on Kickstarter? Uh, let's talk about well, those things. The easiest way to search for it is to just search for splay display. Okay. Uh, you definitely want to add the display in there because right now there's also a splay uh, project that involves children's shoes. Okay. Wow. So two people decide to name something splay. Exactly. Uh, uh, well, that's, that's a that's a play and splay. Okay, I get you. Splay is splay is you know. S play. Splay is uh you, you move spread is out spreading out. Okay. S play would be something kids would do. Okay. Okay. And kids I guess play you. too. So S play display is what you want to search on. Yeah. Uh, has it been fully funded yet? Uh, let me get back up to the top. I believe it has. I believe it, it has was to. just getting to that point. Uh, and yes, yes, it has. You still have a little bit of time to to make up your decision. Okay. So you can Nathan. still. And how much is how much is the unit itself? If I want one unit. If you want one unit, it's seven hundred dollars. Seven hundred dollars. Uh, and when the plan is when this becomes available to the general public, yep, uh, they're going to be selling these for fourteen hundred. For fourteen hundred. So, and they've already raised one hundred and ninety-two thousand five hundred sixty-eight bucks. Exactly out of a ten thousand uh, goal. So Did they've they're good to go. You've got just over three weeks. Just so and. and when is the expected delivery date? 2025. <laughs> <laughs> so just about time Windows 10 is That's no right. longer needed That's and right. I have to go to Windows exactly. 11. Exactly. That's right. When Windows 11 is, is released fully. Um, <laughs> no, they say that they're going to get it to you by early to mid next year. Okay. I, I think your goal of Christmas 2022 is probably closer with all of the supply chain issues that are going on. That makes sense. I'm still waiting for my uh, boxing stuff that you're I waiting did. for. You're waiting for Tons 60 percent of, of the stuff you bought I in know. 2020. I did finally get one of my uh, deals where I had the HDMI to display for oh, yeah. uh, iPads. 
So I have that the the display here, and I have that on my laptop. So mm-hmm. I actually use okay. that. But yeah, they take your money and then they wait and they keep on giving you updates monthly. That oh, we're almost yeah, there. Nice. We're almost there. I, yeah, I got we're the power there. bank too, the really nice one that I uh, actually it was the first gadgets and gear that I did. Yes, you did. You, you actually yeah. got it already. I got it already. Wow! And how's it working? But you're, that was for I, your traveling, though, right? It was for traveling. We actually, uh, my husband and I went to Hawaii last okay. month. Okay. Uh, he worked for a Hawaii-based company. They flew him out to. Uh, meet a couple of people and I just kind of tagged along. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, right. That sounds like a rough life. Your poor I know, accountant it's, it's husband. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's a horrible <laughs> life. Okay. All right. But yeah, we used it on the plane and it was great. And it worked as expected. As it's a hard expected. luck life, is it? Yeah, that's a hard, hard life. Yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, it's a hard life to go out to <laughs> hard Hawaii. Hard luck life. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right. So this is available again. It's called the S play. The S play. S P L A Y. It's supposed to sound like display. It's available. It's a, a portable unit you can pop up. So if you have a Jeep in the middle of nowhere and you want to watch a movie, you can pop you can that out it. in the middle of no man's land. You could have a rechargeable unit from one of other Gwen's type of deal where you could recharge this unit. So then you could watch something to display on another Kickstarter project. Yeah. So glamping can, glamping yeah. 2.0. That's right. All right. Exactly. Now we just need the indoor plumbing. That's right. That would be yeah, perfect. Yeah, you can't port it. You can't. That's not portable. Uh, that's not portable. Not yet. Yeah. What's what? You know what? That would be a gadgets and gear thing. Yeah, portable. You, you just that would be you, you plug it right into like an outlet. A, a plug and play toilet. <laughs> there you go. It, yeah. If I ever see it on there, you better believe that that is going to a be the next play. one. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Gwen. Thank you very much for joining the show. Have a great afternoon. You too. Thank you. All right. That was our extraordinary Gwen Way. Of course, uh, we love her every Thursday. She is a part of our show. We have a g- large group of individuals that join us Thursday nights, and we spend a lot of time uh, going through our news stories and uh, doing commercials. We, that's our commercial night. That's our commercial. That's, our, that's all right. Okay. Well, that's we're going to record that I'm really excited. That's right. We're going to take a commercial break. When we return, we have Mike's Mesmerizing Moment brought to us by Story Coffee and Pick of the Day. Uh, This has been a great hour, and we're almost halfway done with the show, so we'll see you right after this break, and thank you for watching. Hey, Mike. What? Have you heard of Elderberry? Only in reference to a Monty Python movie. Well, let me tell you, Elderberry Boost. Again, that's elderberry-boost.com. Elderberry Boost. Yes, Mike, that's Elderberry Boost. You can choose Organic Elderberry Boost, that eight-ounce size. It's available on sale right now at eleven ninety nine. But you're listening here right now on Tech Time Radio, so you need to go to Elderberry, that's E-L-D-E-R-B-E-R-R-Y-Boost.com and get some today. Elderberry Boost. Elderberry is an all-natural organic immune system booster and antiviral. Elderberry is known to actively fight against viruses, including colds and the flu. It also works as a natural remedy for allergies, cancer, digestion, heart disease, high cholesterol, headache, toothache, weight loss, and reduced inflammation. It's a natural and healthy diuretic and has many antiviral properties. While it is famous for fighting the flu, it is effective for any illness. Elderberry Boost was created to provide a quality organic elderberry to their customers. After searching years ago for a perfect elderberry syrup, none could be found, so they essentially created their own homemade recipe. If you would like to get 15% off your first order of Elderberry Boost, just put in the discount code TECHTIME at checkout. Again, that's elderberry-boost.com. Elderberry Boost. This is Mike's Mesmerizing Moment. 
presented by Story Coffee. Visit storycoffee.com. Did you lose your mind when Facebook went offline on Monday? Uh, no, because I actually we did we did the prep show remember on on Saturday about the sixty mm-hmm. minutes. So I expected something to happen, and um, a yeah. lot of people lost their mind. They did. They did a lot, of, and some of it. Some of it is is you know people have businesses that they run through Facebook, so that's yep. loss of profit. But a lot of people lost their mind who really don't. They couldn't take a they, picture of their uh, meal and, right. and post it on Facebook, right? Right. So this is one of the interesting things about. Do you know why? No. Why? 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 Why do we care so much? When Facebook's down, that we supposed to have this, and we need to 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 have it up and going for us. This, this is this is a panic response, and we can we can say that this is very like addiction, okay. because it is. Facebook Facebook has been has been well, all social media has been linked to addiction because we get a lot of uh, dopamine shots from engaging on Facebook, and it it draws us in, and they actually use that for their platforms uh sustainability right yep. they're trying to get you to do that so when the when the the service goes off blam you're suddenly in in withdrawal and you don't know what to do yeah you have to socialize and talk to people right. individually and this is connected to fomo which is fear of missing out okay and it's connected to addictive processes and and other human behavior issues that we have as part of as part of our daily routines, if we if we are knocked out of our routine, it's common for us to get anxious and things like that. So, do you ever think there's going to be a social media groups like an AAA group, where it'll be like an AAS group for social? No, media? I'm sure they're already. I'm sure there already are. Really, there are gaming. There are twelve uh, step programs for gamers. Okay, um, things like that. There's this. This is the the way we interact with technology is so foreign to our biological processes that it we often don't know what happens but Facebook being one of them has has taken advantage of that of that addictive process and as the whistleblower talked about on 60 minutes and yeah and and, and, stuff, and yeah. once that service is knocked out you start to have withdrawals and you start to panic and so these people are just losing their minds and they probably aren't really cognizant of why it's it's crazy, yeah. You know, as, as we were talking about in our staff meeting, like me and you weren't really affected by Facebook, no. right? So we were like, eh, okay, it was like down. Whatever, right? yeah. yeah, who cared? But our younger, we have a lot of uh, under twenty-seven year olds that are a part of our show. I mean, that's like a big deal, especially Instagram, yeah. right? For gals, gals, Instagram is like it, and so it was like Instagram was offline. I couldn't post a picture. I couldn't do a social media thing. It was just crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's talk about now our. Uh, uh, Weller Special Reserve Straight Bourbon, $125 a bottle, 90 proof. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs up from Mike. Thumbs up. Thumbs up from Nathan. We have two thumbs up for Very our whiskey. Good. It was fantastic. Now, for those that are listening on the first hour and they're saying, hey, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen. Our second hour is coming up. You want to join us because we have Nick Espinoza, the CSO of Security Fanatics, will be joining us. We're going to be talking about the Facebook. It was down twice this week. We actually have the insider information. Join us and our letters segment. I'm Nathan Mum, Microday, David Brown. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us on Tech Time Radio. We hope that you had a chance to have that hmm moment today in technology. The fun doesn't stop there. We recommend that you go to techtimeradio.com and join our fan list. For the most important aspect of staying connected 
and winning some really great monthly prizes. We also have a few other ways to stay connected, including subscribing to our podcast on any podcast service, from Apple to Google and everything in between. We're also on YouTube, so check us out on youtube.com slash techtimeradio, all one word. We hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did making it for you. From all of us at Tech Time Radio, remember, mum's the word. Have a safe and fantastic week. Hey, Mike. Yeah, what's going on? Hey, have you heard of the How I Died, a fictional podcast? No, I have not. Why don't you tell me about it? Yeah, let me tell you about it. It's a fictional podcast with a full cast of voice actors and high-quality production value. It's essentially like listening to an old-time radio program that you would listen to back in the 50s or 60s sitting around your radio in family time. It's all scripted. It's a series that follows John Spacer, a forensic pathologist who solves murders by speaking to the dead. No one knows about John's gift, and he has to hide it from his boss. The series takes place in the mysterious town of Springfield, the death capital of the US. The first episode follows John on his first day of his new job, unsure of how to handle the case of a mother's death during a kidnapping. Two seasons are out now, with the first season uncovering the mystery of a potential serial killer. The show has passed over 1 million downloads since launch with a vibrant community all trying to solve mysteries along with the show. Sounds cool. It is really pretty cool. You can find them online by going to audiohmmedia.com. Again, that's audiohmmedia.com, or you can take a look at them at any of your standard podcast services. It's How I Died, the podcast. Hey, Mike. Yeah, what's happening? Hey, have you ever heard of Rico and the Man? No, but I've heard of Chico and the Man, but I'm an old guy. Rico and the Man is a laugh-out-loud look at Hollywood's past, present, and troubling future. These days, everyone and their cat has a podcast about the entertainment industry. But few shows have as much fun doing it as Rico and the Man with Rob Tregler and Peter Martino. Well, 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 look at Podcast Boy. Looks like he got a new toy. <laughs> yes, New Jersey meets California in this bi-coastal hilarious show uh-huh. where two old college buddies take shots at all things entertainment. With special guests, trivia, listener feedback, and comedy bits. Scarlet which is a scarlet. Okay. Rob and Peter invite you to laugh along. Rico and the Man. Available on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and more. (laughs) Oh, this is great, Nathan. Again, that's Rico and the Man. Hey, Mike. Yeah, what's up? Hey, are you bored of TV? Like drugs but can't afford them? Or still paying alimony? Maybe. All right. Read How to See a Man About a Dog Collected Writing. It's surreal. It's strange. It's How to See a Man About a Dog. Get your dose of surreal prose and poetry with this dark comedy collection. Ebook available on Kindle Unlimited. Print copies are available on Amazon, the Book Depository, and more. That's right. I'm going to go get my ebook on Kindle Unlimited today. How to See a Man About a Dog. It combines darkly comic short stories, powerful poems, and pulp fiction prose to create a heartbreaking and hilarious journey readers will not soon forget. Read How to See a Man About a Dog, Collected Writings, for free with Kindle Unlimited. Ebook available on Kindle, print copies available on Amazon the Book Depository, and more. Coming to you from the shores of the Pacific Northwest. Keeping you up to date on technology while enjoying a little whiskey on the side. With leading-edge topics, along with special guests, to navigate technology in a segmented, stylized radio program. 
The information that will make you go, hmm. Pull up a seat, raise a glass with our hosts as we spend the next hour talking about technology for the common person. Welcome to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. Welcome to Tech Time Radio. I'm excited. Well, I'm really excited. What's going on? I'm so excited. You're so excited. Welcome to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. You're yeah, so excited, well, Mr. Gordet. Uh, yeah. All right, fantastic. Uh, we love to hear that. We got to take David's David's clips away. No, David, he's got. We got so many clips there. I, I keep on making more every single time. I we know. Do a Thursday night. <laughs> I, I should. I should learn. I should. You have another one there, this. David. There's another one there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> We had that one commercial. Dude, 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 dude. I know. And the people that we did, they loved that commercial. They said that was one of the best. Well, welcome to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum, the show that makes you go, mm, technology news of the week. We are on episode number 69. Oh. 69, dude. Yeah, dude. You remember that from uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent version? Did you That's- watch the new one? I did not watch the new one yet. Oh, okay. I haven't watched it either. I-, I heard it was pretty good, but I have not watched it. Uh, you know what? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was phenomenal. And it is a bogus journey to that hell was, or whatever. That was horrible. Everybody hated the book. Yeah, it was horrible. So I, I I don't know. They said it was pretty good. Well, it was bogus. So it was I bogus. Guess, I guess it's okay. But they had to get the uh, they had to get the guitar player from hell because it, that was like the best guitar player, right? That's right. right. All right. Okay. Well, welcome to our show. We have uh, our live show streaming on uh, twitch.tv forward slash tech time radio mm-hmm. on Twitter dot uh, Twitter forward slash tech time radio. <laughs> yeah. Work All through, right. Work through Hope- the liquor rush. That's right. Hopefully on Facebook. You never know because if it's on Monday or Friday, probably not on Facebook. It's probably crashed on us. But I don't uh, know. Maybe it, it looks like it is working right now. Definitely on YouTube forward slash tech time radio. And we're excited for you joining our second hour of the show. We got so much to talk about. Our tech time radio is a two hour show. That talks about current technology without having to geek out. We talk about segments that bring different perspective and highlighted topics weeks ahead of the mainstream media. All right, let's get ready to start the show. Now on today's show. On today's show, we have letter segment, which includes scams, phishing emails, and all out mistruths disguised as legitimate emails sent to myself. Well, these are some of these are pretty funny too. Uh, as we distribute those. You got a couple that are funny. I got a couple that are funny. Then we move on to Ask the Expert as we bring in our favorite guest, Nick Espinoza, the CSO and founder of Security Fanatics. He's going to be talking about Facebook being down twice this week, Monday for six hours and then on Friday for two hours. Yeah, that was, uh, the, largest, ta- that was the longest time social media has been down, right, on that, Monday? Of all times. That is correct. And then we're going to be talking about our Twitch streamer accounts. Did you hear about all the Twitch streamer accounts that were – it was all compromised, and all their salaries were were, were, were going out. We oh, are really? not. We didn't know that. Yeah, you know what? We are not at the million-dollar level. I, I'll just tell you, I'm really – I just need to play a video game. If I just play Super Mario and Sea of Thieves all day long, I can make over a million dollars. These people are making millions and yes, millions I know. of dollars. That is just I know. crazy. That is crazy. And people just donate $5 I to them. I was born – too early. Too early? So yeah. you can just play video games all day and make a million bucks. I yeah. Just, I, I just don't get that. I, I, I would. But see, but I follow some of these people. So do I. I, I you know, Boxy. I, I, I got Boxy on my I, Sea of Thieves guy. I watch him all the time. I like Nooblets. I don't know if you've heard of Nooblets. No, it's Nooblets too. He he does he does uh, walkthroughs and things like that for games that I enjoy, which yeah. is like Ark. And, but he, he, you know, he's this guy and I think he's in UK. And he just goes through and he's, he's got an accent, so you probably like that, right? 
Is that the accent? The uh, sound very much more professional with my accent. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, right. That's, that's right. I just like him for the accent. Right, it yeah. doesn't have anything to do with the game content. No, you probably like him for the game content. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right, just make sure you don't get mad at me because we have a big night tonight on Sea uh-huh. of Thieves. So yeah, sure. We have to make sure we get our Sea of Thieves stuff done. Uh-huh. This is a big season right here. It's season four that we're in right now. I know. We need to go do some mermaid battles. Okay. All right, we haven't. We only did one, right? because it was a pain in the eight. <laughs> yeah, it was. Neck. It, it, it took a long time. And then we ended up dying. Someone kills our ship. And then we have to go back to that same spot, respawn, and then never mind. Okay, all right. Welcome to two hours of technology. This is the second hour. We're excited to have you on. If you'd like to join our live show, you can call us at 425-373-5527 or 1-88-298-KKNW-5569 and be a part of the show. You know, one of these times we're going to have to actually do a, a stream <laughs> of what we do. Yeah, on, this, this whiskey is really messing with my this, head right oh now. Oh, man, this was great stuff. The first hour, <laughs> if you missed it, we had the Weller's Original Weeded Bourbon Special Reserve. And I called out and I said that Pappy Van Winkle worked for this company. And I said he must have learned all of his secrets to create his own Pappy Van Winkle whiskey. And then somebody online says that I was saying Pappy Van Winkle stole the recipe. Well, you, so actually, did not, say, you actually did say that. Did I say that? Yeah, you did, You totally I, did. I didn't mean to say it that way. So, yeah. uh, okay. So we got yelled at online. So we are done with it. But this is 90. This is only 90 proof, though. But, man, this is hitting me. It's good, though. This, and it was really good. I could, I could probably drink this whole bottle. I mean, you're, I really You're couldn't. going to. Yeah, I, I will. Yeah, it's going to go. Did you notice it was already pre-opened before we started the show? I, every bottle that we get is pre-opened. I, 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 like, I, like I, I like to taste a little bit while yeah, I'm you, prepping you, for the show. Pre-tasting is bad. I do. Okay. I'll... Stop pre-tasting. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, let's get on our, our show. We're going to start, of course, when we read our segment called the Love Shack Informational Conversational Cards. And the Love Shack is a part of KKNW's programming. David, when does it air? Love Shack Live airs every Thursday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. right here on AM 1150 KKNW. And one last time, one more programming note. This Thursday, October 14th, Mr. Gorday will be joining Tom and Stacy live in the Love Shack. All right, let me tell you, you got to tell Tom and Stacy we need some more cards. Yeah, we're running out of questions. Yeah, we've, we've gone through all the questions. We've gone through over... Three quarters. Well, it looks like it's. It looks like it's over half of the questions. No, three quarters. We've gone through three. We've quarters. gone through three quarters of the questions. So we need yeah. some more. So you need to bring that up to him. You need to tell him, I'll Nathan. Ask, I'll ask him. Okay, because we're great friends with them, and we like them really. I like yeah. Stacy. I like her, her husband. He's a great guy, Tom. He he he's phenomenal. And tell him that we need some more conversational questions. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll have to see. Otherwise, I'll have to make my own questions. We don't want that to happen. So here's no, our question no, of the day. No, Nathan Nathan questions would be a bad idea. <laughs> that would be. What do you remember most about growing up? <laughs> uh, well, assuming that we have grown up. So let's really? Say, let's say childhood. Yes. What do you remember most about growing up in your childhood? Oh, so many things. Uh, a lot of my memories come from when I lived in Virginia. Uh as a young kid. Okay. And I remember there was a, a way a shadow played on the wall and I thought it was a, a monster. Okay. In the kitchen. And All we right. had a split level house. We had one of these split level Dutch style houses, that, you know, part of it is underground and you know, you have stairs and, and as a kid, um, instead of cowering in my bed about this monster in the kitchen, yeah. I would actually go I would wake up at night and go down the stairs and sit on the stairs to where I could see the shadow. Yeah. And watch the shadow for I don't know how long to make sure the monster was still in the kitchen. Wow. That that 
that's one of the one of the memories I have when wow. you ask that question. Okay. Uh, Mr. Myers is going to come over to your house in a couple of weeks, and, 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 and okay, that sounds great. Yeah. That's it, great for our Halloween episode. And for those that are not a part of our Halloween episode, that you have to join us September 30th to see what Mike Corday is going to be. October 30th. Or sorry, did I say September? You 30th? said September. Yeah. October 30th. Are, did, are you going to watch the new Halloween movie? Uh, maybe That's, yes. It's crazy how many of these Halloween movies there are now, huh? I remember going over to my best buddy's house. Uh, the question, hang on, I'll talk about this, and that's my, what I remember about growing up. Okay. <laughs> All right, David, you are asked the same question. What do you remember about growing up? Mostly high school, probably mostly more my high school band days than anything else. Just all the crazy stuff, both that I can and, well, probably can't say that on the one air. time in band camp? Yeah, that one time in band camp. No. <laughs> The band camp, <laughs> the crazies of band camp. You know that that just goes crazy there. Well, uh, you know, right. just from performances, great performances, to stuff we did when we were, you know, on tour, as it as it was called back then, on tour. Okay. So yeah, just one in particular was my freshman year. I personally didn't see this because I stayed at the hotel with yeah, some of the. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, seriously, okay. I stayed at the hotel with some of the other band members, and I remember a bunch of other people coming back wide eyed because of what they uh, saw in the streets of Victoria. British Columbia. Uh, they say they see some marijuana or some. Uh, How about cocaine? Uh, can I say flashing? Maybe. Oh, flashing. Okay. Oh, okay. So okay. that that sounds like really. But you have to remember these are high school were, kids. Yeah, these are band nerds. <laughs> Those yeah. band nerds. Band <laughs> nerds. Band nerds seeing the flasher on on the <laughs> that of highlight. Been the highlight forever. <laughs> yeah, I missed it. I stayed British behind, Columbia. unfortunately. <laughs> 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 that's a highlight yeah that would be there we go all right what do i remember most about growing up drama so i will remember uh two things one every uh summertime we would have a big water balloon fight at my at my parents house mm -hmm. and we'd have everybody from the neighborhood come on over and we had all these sophisticated rules and we would start out playing like calvin ball yeah we'd start out playing like like these sophisticated you can't do this and you can't do this and you can't do that and then literally two hours into it we're just like throwing water at each other and then we're turning the hose on and just uh, just spraying You're everybody just else doing everything yeah. wrong and speaking of horror flicks always going over to my buddy David Barnes's house so I'd spend the night at David Barnes's house me and my buddies oh I should, probably shouldn't say David B and then Scott, too late sorry it's too late man sorry David uh, and then Scott G would come and join us and so the three of us would always go there and we would watch scary movies back on the VHSs and we'd be like oh my word like Halloween one and Halloween two and at David. David's house, so my parents were very strict and religious on the oh, back sure. end. sure, yeah. So they would never let me watch this. So David's house was like the house where you could get away with yeah, everything. Yeah, exactly. So we would go there and watch, and we're like, oh, that's so cool. And what's, so, what's your favorite horror movie? Um, It was probably Halloween. Really? You're a Mike Myers fan? I am a Mike Myers fan. Okay. So I, so I, so watching that as a young, and that was like, oh, that was scary, and that, uh, I was like really worried. And Do you remember Halloween 4? Halloween. That was the weird one that had nothing to do with Mike Myers, and it was about the masks, and it turned them into bugs. No, I did not. I did not watch that. That's no. the one I remember. I don't okay. know why. Why that one? I think it's because of that stupid song that they played in the movie. Okay, what was that? I don't remember the song. Halloween is something something. I don't okay. know. But they had this jingle, and I remember the jingle. And he put on these masks, and there was this thing in the back, this little 
computer chip thing that oh, turned indeed. you into cockroaches. Or oh, turned you into cockroaches. But it had nothing to do with the Mike Myers thing. It was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. So as, was, I, as I think about it now, I'm like, that was stupid. That was, uh, you know, all the horror movies are stupid, right? I mean, yeah. have you ever oh, seen that Geico dumb. commercial? The funniest commercial that's out there, the Geico commercial, right? Where you see all these kids running around, and there's that car that started and ready to go, and they're all like, "Oh yeah!" And they run into the they yeah. run into the the shed with all the chainsaws, chainsaws, and yeah. Stuff. So they're all saying, "What should we do? Oh, let's go hide down in the basement. Yeah, let's go yeah. hide over here. Yeah. yeah, let's go hide behind the chainsaw." And then yeah, the, the, the gal the dude, says, the, "The killer guy's like shaking his hand. <laughs> he's like shaking the, his head, like you idiots." He's like, "Well, why don't we get in the running car? No, we can't do that." I know. Yeah, so that's the a broken commercial. ankle th- or the, the 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 broken ankle girl is is like the one of the so my also scariest movie was The Birds. Did you ever watch that? Oh yeah. Oh, I I, I literally we hate probably. birds to this day. I do not believe birds pecking at my face. Birds at oh. I, I remember I, Kingdom I, of the Spiders and the Bees. Remember those? That I was always like those, those. Those were on. Um, so how did we get on this subject? The WB Network before it was WB Network. All right, David, David says you David, need to get going. Yeah, David. Nineteen just, minutes in. All right, we're going to take just a commercial. This hand signal. Oh, we haven't even gotten to letters yet, have we? No. Okay, let's go let's start our next segment, Letters. Let's do that right now. All right, here's my email to Nathan Mum from admin at news57654, colossal something, something, something dot com. Uh, keep or change your password. Hello to hello. Please click on the link before to either keep or change your password. Is that it? That is it. So yeah. there's a link I that I can suddenly feel the need to change my password. <laughs> so if I want to keep or change my password from this colossal person, I can click on the link and keep or change my password. Fantastic. I decided did not you, to click on the oh, link. Oh, you didn't click no, on that one? Not, you should have no, clicked on that no, one. It, you know what? If you can't put any more into your uh, spam uh, type <laughs> of deal, I'm not going to go forward in it. <laughs> oh, man. Too simple. All right. Okay. Next one, you're up, Mike. All right. This is from Andrew Gluck, G-L-U-K. G L U C K. Oh, must be a, I must be a friend of him. I must know him, right? A- a- maybe okay. Andrew at i r r v r n t dot calendar dot a i. This is a crazy, crazy thing. I okay. think I, I believe this is irreverent. Okay, VC, which which kind of makes sense. So this is hi Nathan. I hope you have a fantastic day at Elite Executive Services. Okay, well I'm glad he's asked. Yeah, we are inviting a few people from your company to an exclusive session below. Oh, really? Okay. I was interested in learning more about your company, and then he has your address uh-huh. and your Seattle office, Office Two O Six. Okay. And the number, okay. the phone number, four two five four one nine. I'm giving you. That's I'm right. Giving you a plug. Okay. It's good to know how you help your customers. I'm Andrew, GP at Irreverent VC. That's and they still spell it I R R V R. Okay. There's no there's no these people don't know about vowels. I okay. <laughs> there's no vowels about no. okay. We've reserved a few sessions for a select group to present how we have helped others like you. Please accept our exclusive session invitation. Attached deck here attached deck. There's a deck. There's no there's no slide deck there. So there's, there's no nothing. deck? No, there was no PDF or any deck in there. No. Okay. Well you, you should have had that deck to learn more. Okay. Have a great weekend. Well, he's really polite. He was the general general the GP at Irreverent VC. Oh wow, fantastic. New York. New York. Yeah. Okay. All right. I didn't click on that link either. What's going on? You're you're always clicking. Uh, I didn't, so here's another one. On. I got a voice over IP message from 
webmail at 5742prtcnet.576.com. Uh, that sounds legit. That I have a, legit. I have a voice over IP message. Now, let me just tell you, voice over IP, the V is capitalized, the O is lowercase, the I is capitalized, the P is capitalized. And this person, if you're trying to at least copy that, Shouldn't you at least have the right way to do it? But no, we have the capital V, <laughs> capital <laughs> O, lowercase okay. I, lowercase P. So clearly he doesn't know what voice over IP acronym is. No, he doesn't know. All right, here, listen now to AWG, blah, 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 forward slash whatever, 38 seconds to listen to this uh, email. I did not listen to the email, and I did not continue again. It was a, Wow, a you're email. really not on the ball. Wow, oh for three. I well, know. yeah, you know what? You got to put a little bit of work into these. If you're just sending me some really bad you're, stuff, it's... You're, it's, it's <laughs> I'm like I'm not gonna. Click yeah, on now it. you're you're getting too sophisticated. So I you am. need you need the more sophisticated. Yeah, you ones. need to send me a very good one now. I'm not gonna just click on any random stuff oh, okay. anymore. So yeah. I mean the the whole thing is don't be Nathan. That's right. That's so right. Nathan is learning from Nathan. Don't Nathan be Nathan. Is, yeah, it's, don't don't be Nathan. Okay. Okay. So this is from Ace Hardware Re- Reward. Okay. And so I know the owners of Ace Hardware and like Stevens. Yeah. Okay. So but, so that probably is, doesn't help when you send me something that says. That you have a reward from them. Okay. Oh, I know. Okay. So this is from a whole bunch of numbers and letters, hackit.nathaniel at a whole bunch of numbers and letters, dot nathaniel, dot mad, dot com. Oh, it must be legit. Sounds really legit. It okay. sounds legit. Sounds like an Ace Hardware address. I know, right? Okay. <laughs> what do I win? Uh, congrats, you've been selected to participate in our monthly $50 Ace Hardware promotion. Oh, wow. Take a 30-second survey about Ace Hardware, and we'll offer you exclusive rewards over $50. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Did you click there? I did not click there either. Yeah. No. Boy, man, you're just really not on the ball. This All right. Here, here's just because of Facebook, huh? All right. Here's my last one here that I got. Executive Career Upgrades, LLC, from a uh, gazillion numbers, a gazillion letters, a gazillion something up exec up it's up exec up grades.com. Mm-hmm. So, so, wow. So tons of, uh, okay, here's what I got. Nathan Mum, I have a 600K job offer for you. See, 600K? 600K. I'm, I'm on that. Are on you that. looking for multiple six figures on your next role? Click on here. We're looking to help you. Nathan Mu. So it's M-U. You can't even pronounce my last name. It's M-U-M-M. Nathan Moo. And Nathan Moo. We are Mew. excited to that's offer you. you that's your, you're the new COVID. Moo. 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 Nathan Moo. We're excited to offer you a multiple six-figure salary in your next role. If so, please click on this email and let us know that you're okay with it. Just to let you know, another offer came on up on an exec upgrades that was nearly 60K and you also or 600K, and you also qualify for that job. So I guess I've already qualified for the job. I don't even have to interview for the job. I just am okay. qualified. Not enough people know your accomplishments and achievements, the value you provide, the impact you make, and even that they should be searching on you. Wow, that's no, a no. really good uh, ego And, and even that they search you on. Sorry, I, I, I actually translate. It says search you on. Oh. So search you on. So the search on you. I, I just transcribed it because I was thinking that that made more sense in English, but okay. Yeah, dyslexia. Uh, we helped... 450 professionals, you like you, you like you, uh, land jobs that love them. Would you be next? If so, let's schedule a free consulting consulting with our team to upgrade careers. So they're offering here's the link in the calendar. They're offering you a 600k job, 
six hundred. I've already pre- and there's another six hundred k job available. So they they have found two six hundred k jobs for you. Yes, and, and then I, they want you to consult with them to find out how to get those jobs. Yes. So then, I well, if to, you're going to get a six hundred k job, I would do that. <laughs> so yes, so would I have because a job. because hey, it's available. And they're looking to have this. Please click on the link here to schedule a meeting with us to help us. This is this then comes from Tim MBA Executive Career Upgrades dot Upgrades dot com. Well, that's awesome. So it's like upgrades. Twice. Are there really six hundred k jobs out there? No. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there is for what, Fortune what? five hundred companies. Yeah, or maybe maybe if you're a really good hitman. Yeah. Well, no, even a hitman only pays you ten k a month. Really? That's it? It's 10K a, 10K a hit on the dark web. Yeah, it's, it's not as much as you may think. Wow. I guess I... I so, see, uh, you, you overvalued it. I overvalued it. Hey, you watch the Hitman and all those John yeah. Wick movies and you think that they make a lot of money. No, it's only 10K per pot. Well, you know, if you get in a couple of hits per weekend, that's quite a bit of money. <laughs> so I guess you could. Yeah, if you do that. All right. Okay. okay. All right. Do you, have, do you have anything else? No. No, or, no. You just have some. I have a Quicken loan thing. I didn't know that Quicken gave out loans. Uh, it doesn't, because if you look at the email address, it's somebody completely different. That was our letter segment. We're going to take a commercial don't break. Don't my email. I hate my email. There it That's is. Right. We're going to take a commercial break. When we come on back, we got Nick Espinosa. We're going to be talking about Ask the Expert. We got a little segment that we're going to talk about Facebook and actually the down time and what it actually caused to some companies. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Too. All right. We'll see you guys right after the commercial break. Upper Left Corner is a PNW true crime podcast now streaming on all major podcast platforms. If you get excited when your favorite true crime podcast tells a story about a place that you've been to or the town that you live in, then Upper Left Corner podcast is for you. Each week, I tell you a story of a crime that has taken place in the PNW and give you background about the town the crime occurred in. If you like true crime, check out Upper Left Corner podcast now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. Ace Hardware is a helpful place with prompt, friendly service, knowledge, and the little things that make a big difference. Service. Selection. Advice. Community involvement. Competitive prices. Convenience. Located near you. And the things you need, such as... House keys. Lawn and garden. Plumbing. Electrical. Hardware. Grills. Outdoor living supplies. And even nuts and bolts. When you visit Ace Hardware, you'll be greeted at the door and given the help you need. So come visit us at Ace Hardware in Evergreen Way in Everett, Lake Stevens, and now Stanley. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. You need, to, you need to call Ace Hardware and Yeah, did you just hear their, sponsor, their yep. sponsorship of our show, right? Yep. In, in the Pacific Northwest, I know the Ace Hardware's. And, and Chrissy, if she wanted to send me a deal, she would reach out to me personally. I, I know her from high school. Yeah. So I would not need to get a uh, email you need, here. You don't need something to get a $50 Ace Hardware a survey from. No, no. She wanted a survey. She would just say, hey, Nathan, can you give me a survey? And, and then I'll give you some money when I'm off. So, yes. So let me tell you, if you're going to try to trick me with Ace Hardware deals, probably not great that they're a sponsor of our show because well, you probably know what's taken care of. Ne- hack it, Nathaniel at something something blah blah blah. Uh, five you, four really number six. Up, yeah, yeah. Five four two seven six eight. Hope he's DC. listening. That's right. Okay, welcome back to Tech Time Radio. All right, we're gonna move right into our next segment. We got Ask the Expert. This is a segment we call Ask the Experts. <laughs> Well, I, you know what? I just, yeah, I just helped start the. Yeah, you, 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 you it says you, play music right here. Ask the expert. Yeah, you got to so stop saying it. what we're doing. I know. I, I, you know what? I read the wrong. That's, one that's funny because we've alcohol. talked about this so many I know, times. I know this is my. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a whole bunch of ratings uh, down in the twos and threes this week. That's right. Okay. Well, let's talk about Facebook. 
Instagram and WhatsApp. So we'll bring up uh, Nick Espinosa to join us. But we're going to talk about specifically on Monday, the six-hour outage that happened. Do you understand that Facebook is actually a good tool? That and WhatsApp and other apps. And let's talk about it. specifically here in there. in the what they consider the North America region and the divided by the South American region. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about those two regions. Okay. North America, we're like, screw it. You know what? Facebook's down for seven hours. No big deal, right? But in South America, do you realize that people rely on WhatsApp, Facebook, and Instagram to make a living? Yeah. Because the phone services in all of those countries, Brazil, all of South America, are so expensive that people exclusively use WhatsApp, which was a product before Facebook bought it, uh, as their primary mode of communication. That's what right. they use to communicate to their families, for their businesses, for all their shops that they have run. And they were completely down Monday from being able to receive calls, send calls, and essentially do work in all of South America. Right. So I've I've talked about this before, you know, as, as Facebook as a tool. Facebook as a tool is – a tool is only as good as what you use it for. Yep. If you're if you're using a hammer to get out a screw, you're not using the tool correctly. Correct. Right. So the problem the problem with Facebook that I have with Facebook is not that it exists or that it's a tool. It's it's how people choose to use it, especially how the corporate backing the the people that run these type of things act and and do. So let's talk about WhatsApp. Do you know ninety percent of South America? has WhatsApp on their primary phones and their primary use of communication, considering sure. that the economics of having a cell phone and running the cell phone towers there cost anywhere between our equivalent to 200 to $300 per month yeah, to crazy. run a business because of the monopolies that each of these countries have. People have used WhatsApp and other social media apps to essentially run their business. Right. So when WhatsApp's down for seven hours, they figured that it cost over $90 million of revenue that was lost in South American countries. Yeah. Yeah. So as much as we may think that Facebook is evil and that we may say, you know what, we hate using Facebook for what it has. If you're a business in South America, you rely on some of these services now for your standard business to business operations. And when these things are down, that essentially affects you from generating income and running Mm -hmm. your standard business. Yeah. 54% of individuals in Kenya, Colombia, and the Philippines exclusively do all of their work through WhatsApp. Do you use WhatsApp? I have a WhatsApp account, but I do not use WhatsApp. So I do. I, and do you enjoy it? I just talked to. I used to use Skype people. though. So Skype was like the predecessor before that, right? You have right. a Skype number and I had a specific number that I had for Skype. So you could always dial that number. I paid nine bucks once. And so I got to have that number and then I'd have to refill it with credits if I needed to use Skype. But I, I had that available. And I know specifically individuals in Africa that I communicate with all the time, they use WhatsApp. And so when WhatsApp's down and they want to meet with somebody, that's a big deal for them because you can't get a, a hold of their safari yeah. company. Yeah, the unfortunate thing is that these these things are offered these things are offered for that particular purpose, but then you you have to rely on them. That's, that's correct. That's the you know and that's but, and but it, that's that's one of the risks of business, right? It is. You know what? WhatsApp, essentially, before it became a part of the uh, Facebook. The Facebook e- empire? Yeah, ecosystem. It was really successful, and it was really independent. It was about secure messaging, and it had a bunch mm-hmm. of different processes. So what happened is 
Being two years ahead of Facebook Messenger, people used WhatsApp and they relied upon it, and it was such a great service. And then Facebook took it over and they changed everything. Well, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's well, why Facebook is always in Congress. <laughs> that's that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, let's bring up uh, our expert. I I know he is on the road. He is traveling right now. We apologize for the audio from Nick Espinosa during this segment. We would like to say that we wanted him to be on because of his Facebook information, particularly in accounts to what happened internally at Facebook. Audio was unable to be fully captured. Please listen and be advised. And so he's probably getting us from a hotel room. We talked uh, last night a little bit back and forth on email. So Mr. Espinosa, Thank you for joining our show. I got a couple questions for you. First off, before we get into this, all right? How was your Monday with Facebook being down? Tell me what what happened to you when Facebook was down. Relaxing. (laughs) That was the same same thing that we all said. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? Who cares? So relax. Yeah, no, if AOL went down, I, I I don't know what I would do without my chat rooms, but you know. <laughs> oh wow. You know, it was it was I, I mean obviously, you know we, we all are basically to our hands. And so I think it's a it's a much much easier thing for us to stop than it is the younger I can't get into Facebook. Is my internet down? And it's like, well, you can get everywhere else, right? And so, uh, you know, but no, it was uh, it was really a non-event for for my life. So it was, it was interesting. Did you see all the Twitter? Did you see Twitter jumped oh, on over it? Twitter, Twitter oh, exploded. That's yeah. how I that's how I found out about it. Oh, all the a, memes. All the I memes. Got a, yeah, I got a Twitter. Yeah. Well, and, notification. Was that? Yeah, and Telegram Telegram claimed that they picked up millions of users in those like five six hours, as well. That you know people were just screaming, and and so Telegram picked up a lot of users. Twitter picked up a lot of users. I'm sure some. So there you go. There you go. All right. Yeah, craziness. It is crazy. So, so here, first world problem. So I'm going to read you a couple things here that I got yeah. directly from Facebook, and so. You know what? I, I want you to tell me if you believe that they are true or if you don't believe they are true. Um, I, I had mm-hmm. a, a great ability to get some information directly from Facebook regarding their downtime. So first off I have here, uh, I'm going to read for Facebook is pouring egg on everybody's face and saying that after the 60 minute segment aired with the whistleblower gal, and she came on and said that Facebook's bad and they really don't care about uh, making your feeds have information that you're curious about. Essentially, Facebook. They're using their own agenda. They're right? using their own agenda. And they would rather send you inflammatory stuff on your feeds because that way when you're angry, that, yeah, it, it incites right. that you'll actually spend more ad revenue and that's different right. stuff that we have all known that's been going on for a long time. That generate that generates business. So Facebook says that it went dark um, because they had a misconfiguration of their uh, technology items and the Zuckerberg immediately mm-hmm. comes out and says that there's no evidence of user data being compromised as a result of this downtime. Now, that sounds very interesting that, Mark, they have a, let's say you have a technical issue. If you have a technical issue, you normally don't have the uh, founder coming on out, 
with a quote specifically to media that says there's no evidence of user data being compromised as a result of this downtime. So I'm very, so I, well, I know more information. I'm setting this up. So I'm very confused on why someone at Facebook would say if they had a technical issue that they have no evidence of user data being compromised. Explain that to me, Nick, why the founder of Facebook would come on out and say that no uh, compromise happened while they were down a co a supposedly because it was a technical issue. Right. So, I mean, I think I think it's interesting and I'm curious to hear any insider information that you have, but it looks like because we literally just went through a whistleblower that essentially took message boards, messages, all this kind of stuff. It, it, it ends up, I think, basically behooving Mark Zuckerberg to say, hey, as literally heard from Francis Haugen a while ago, or literally the day before, saying, oh, yeah, intelligence operations were running all over Facebook, you know, and everything else. And so I would speculate that Mark Zuckerberg is trying to get out ahead of it saying, hey, you know, this is, you know, we have not been compromised, uh, you know, in that way. And I mean, I can explain a little more in technical detail, you know, of what we understand of that outage from, uh, you know, from Monday, uh, if you want. Okay, so we're going to get into that. So we're going to get into that. Absolutely, we're going to get into that. But let me just tell you what I have here. I have a, I have internal information. Now, this is coming to uh, me from sources that I cannot necessarily disclose, but these are individuals that have had their names changed that internally may work for the company Facebook. All right, this is what Jeff R. says. He says, it was absolutely an inside job sparked by the 60 Minutes piece. The fact that Facebook went down so hard for so long is because of someone penetrated with great knowledge of the inner workings of the company's network structure. They knew where to hit and how to do the most damage on a broad scale. Then follows this up with another individual by the name of David. I think the timing is too convenient or maybe inconvenient to, to be related. After Francis Hagen, Hagen proved that Facebook employees can actually have a soul and other Facebook employees were not totally sold out their soul to the company, all of a sudden we have an infrastructure issue on the direct one place where we can cause problems. Yeah, I think Jeff R. nailed it with his information regarding an internal compromise. So let's talk about this. So I... Right. And if, if yep. All right. Oh no, did Nick go? Did Nick go dead? Record. No, I'm I'm here. Can okay. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You went yeah, dead for a little right. bit. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I I am literally, and you guys are the only ones I would ever go on hotel Wi-Fi for okay. <laughs> because it was my best connection that I could get. But that is actually different. What you were talking about is getting or compromising data. And in retaliating against Facebook, uh, you know. Everything that just came out, thanks to Francis Hagen, Haugen, is a different animal because I can those infrastructure down without actually affecting personal data. But those are two doesn't necessarily mean user data was compromised, but it can mean that Facebook itself was compromised internally by an employee that knew exactly how to reprogram the border gateway uh, protocol, which is essentially what was affected that stopped routing universally for Facebook. Yeah, so, so that's very interesting. 
Essentially, the only way you can take down a company. So, so Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp have replication across massive networks, right? So they have they have provisional uh, devices at at each satellite location. So if I'm going to have myself here in Seattle market, I have one in Colorado. I have a redundancy in New York. I have a redundancy across the United States itself. The only way to actually bring down a specific network was to actually go to the main core hub itself, the main routing protocol that goes out to the web itself and take that server physically down or take that routing process table completely out of the equation, which would then cause the outage itself. There's no way in my mind and anybody else's mind, and we're going to go through some of these other type of things that you could have a misconfiguration on the BGP, which is essentially what they said. Uh, again, a technical term is the main master but, router information so that's available. Technically speaking, that's correct. Somebody went in. Somebody went in and changed this stuff on purpose. Yes, which is actually a misconfiguration of all their protocols, right? Yes. So what so they, they didn't what lie. They said was not a lie. This is one of those. This is one of those little. Soft putty things. That's that they, exactly they put out. correct, right? So you can say that it was a misconfiguration, but I have information here specifically from known individuals that the misconfiguration did not happen. It does not happen on a Monday. You would yeah. never, you would never upgrade a network service on a Monday morning. Never in your life. Yeah, you do would. it a Friday afternoon is when you're doing that. So you have a Saturday Sunday weekend time. Frame. Right. Right, right. And and I, I would completely agree with that in that sense. If we're looking at the BGP protocol, especially for a company as massive and, and just all-encompassing internet service provider, they're their own outing on their backbone that is heavily, heavily guarded, meaning... Oh, poor Nick dropped out there. Nick, you dropped out again on, on, on your internet. Hang on a second. Hang on. We'll, we'll, we'll pause for a second. So, okay, go back to the BGP. So the BGP protocol to change that and configure that. Sorry, you dropped off on a little bit on the hotel network. Not, not a problem. We enjoy Sorry you being here. That. No, no, that's fine. Can you hear me now? Can we you can, hear me now? We can hear you now. Explain a little bit more on that. Great. Yes, please. Yeah. So BGP is essentially the thing that routes data center to data center. It's the backbone. It's the GPS for their packet routing meaning it's essentially critical that it never goes down. Otherwise, one place can't communicate to another. And would you as a company, let me just ask you this. As a company, would you ever have a configuration change after you just had a whistleblower on 60 Minutes and have that the following morning to make a configuration change to your company for that? No, no. You you typically make changes to your infrastructure in what is considered let's say your your largest down period meaning if that is happens to be monday morning for facebook then it would be for facebook to do it on monday morning but no it, it, there's too much of a coincidence bgp controlled in organizations that size i mean i literally consult you know at massive level infrastructure and bgp is one of those things that's you know that is so heavily guarded because basically cascading it across the organization and then nothing can talk to anything else. Yes. And nobody could even nobody could even email engineers to say we're down. You know, key card swipes on physical doors wouldn't work because they where to phone, they go to Twitter to tell the world what's happening and coordinate outside of their own 
technology basically to, to get it resolved. Yeah, that's correct. All right, so here, here's another it's, thing. It that feels was, like a precision strike. It feels like a precision strike to me. This okay, is, this is one of those things you would apply Occam's razor to. You know what Occam's razor is? No, what's that? That's the that's the simplest. The simplest solution is probably the correct solution. So what happened is there is news that ha- has been released also that people had to get a physical grinder, a physical grinder, and this was reported by three media outlets where they actually had to take a physical grinder to some of the server racks themselves to be able to access the location and information that was needed itself. Now, Facebook says that that was not exactly the case, and the information that was released on that was incorrect. But we have an email here that said, absolutely, they had to take physical harm to the server to get it to reboot so that they could then get so, access back to the server So what itself. happened is they needed to to hack they needed to take the padlocks off of the racks so and so get into the servers probably and- <laughs> so so this i mean this this device is the most important part of a device for a company right so th- you're going to have security on this device itself you're going to have this uh absolutely locked and key to make sure no one can get access to this device so if you get called in and you don't have access to key cards and you have to bring in a physical device to break in and, and to get rid of probably the, the padlock that's on the front of the server rack or whatever in there to get used to this uh, machine itself to reboot it. Does that make sense to you, Nick? Does that not make sense on, the, on that information that's been reported out there also? Yeah, so, so physical security is one of the three critical components when you're looking at aspects of a cybersecurity framework. You have physical security, technical security, and administrative security. And so, yeah, they, it would make sense that they would have a centralized, controlled, and monitored physical security on essentially their most sensitive infrastructure equipment. You know, And I can just imagine them we'll pay you a million dollars to break into our <laughs> you know our stuff i mean it's something you normally consider but but facebook is because they are their own infrastructure they're not using you know the comcast and the uri or regular business does it becomes because when they can't route their security goes down as well and as well as the that makes sense. All right, so we're, Nick's having some problems with the with the uh, Wi-Fi there at the yeah, that's, that's but not a very good system there. It was not, but that's all right. We I wanted Nick to be on the show because we could because I wanted him to verify that some of this stuff does not make sense. So we are well, going. You know, this is just an example of of corporate backpedaling and engineering. You know, I one of my thesis papers in college was about image engineering and this is part of it. They're, they're trying to make sure that the information they give out is something that somebody is going to understand, but not necessarily true to maintain their reputation. You know, Mark Zuckerberg coming out and talking about how they didn't lose any data, data, uh, personal that, data wasn't compromised, right? Personal data wasn't compromised. That, on, on a configuration issue that you just had internally. Yeah, that's them. That's them trying to spin some information to say, okay, it, it is not that it, that's not true. It's just, it's just that that you know that's what they're trying to do is maintain their reputation. All right, last question I have for Nick, and I appreciate you. Sorry, the internet is kind of going on in and out at the hotel. It's probably Facebook trying to to get us. 
Do you believe? <laughs> yeah, right. So my my stream's still on Facebook. I'm watching to see if they put put me down. So I'm you're watching in that. trouble. You're going. I know. We'll see off. if they go. Do you think there's a possibility that this could have been an internal attack to Facebook, or do you believe that it was a misconfiguration? I just just in general, I I, I want your opinion because I I absolutely believe it was an internal attack that happened. But I would like your opinion. I, I, my opinion, but given all avail- available evidence and given exactly what we understand specific protocol BGP, you know, that, that uh, essentially was hit and altered, to me, the timing is suspicious. Uh, exactly that is suspicious to me that, that that would happen right on the heels of what was essentially a bombshell interview for Facebook. And I don't think obviously Mark Zuckerberg would do this, but given the internal data and the internal memos and the internal communication that was exposed by Francis Hagen, Haugen, uh, it would make sense that Facebook would have one of its 80,000 plus employees be extremely angry and say, you know what, I can do something about this and let's cost this company a billion dollars an hour you know, and uh, and here we are. So, so yes, I think it's a very real possibility. If I was a betting man, I would probably put money on insider job, assuming we would, would be another black eye that Facebook would want to cover up. That's right. That's where we're at. So don't believe necessarily what Facebook is saying, and it was just a configuration error because they also had the same issue on Friday. Then, so so the the last thing. That, that I think is just so telling of this is they had an issue. They were down two hours on Friday, mm-hmm. right? So you're telling me that you have the same person that you have configure an issue on Monday, go back and decide that they're going to have then another configuration issue on Friday. You're going to be like, okay, guess what, George? Yeah, yeah you, screwed right. up, you screwed up on George, Monday. You screwed up on Monday and cost us billions of dollars. So we want ha- you to go and configure this again on Friday. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, we're still going to have you here. All right. Well, Nick, we're going to let you go because uh, internet is – is a little bit shoddy there, but I appreciate so much for you joining the show. I absolutely wanted to have you. We'll have to talk about the uh, Twitch compromise that happened because we were talking about that offline, but we're going to need to take a commercial break now. I'm Nathan Mum. We got Mike Day here and David Brown behind the board. Nick joined us for our great interview. We'll see you after the break. Hello, my name is Arthur, and my life's work is connecting people with coffee. Story Coffee is a small batch specialty coffee company that uses technology to connect people to each product resource, which allows farmers to unlock their economic freedom. Try our medium roast founder series coffee, which is an exotic bourbon variety that is smooth, fresh, and elegant at storycoffee.com. That's S-T-O-R-I coffee.com. Today, you can get your first bag free when you subscribe at storycoffee.com with code TECHTIME. That's S-T-O-R-I coffee.com. Hi, this is Lisa Downs, host of Reigniting You, a new show here on KKNW that explores a variety of topics and timely issues for making mid to late career transitions. I'll be here every Wednesday afternoon at 3 o'clock bringing you guest interviews, career transition advice, and great stories to guide you to what's next in your career and life. Gain a renewed sense of purpose for your next phase with a positive, forward-looking approach. Get ready to be re-energized, recharged, and reignited Wednesdays at 3 o'clock. Hey, Mike. Yeah, what's up? Hey, are you bored of TV? Like drugs but can't afford them? Or still paying alimony? Maybe. All right. Read How to See a Man About a Dog Collected Writing. It's surreal. It's strange. It's How to See a Man About a Dog. 
Get your dose of surreal prose and poetry with the Stark Comedy Collection. Ebook available on Kindle Unlimited. Print copies are available on Amazon, the Book Depository, and more. That's right. I'm going to go get my ebook on Kindle Unlimited today. Hey, babe, I hear that you can download a new voice on Siri. No way. Yes, it's true. It's a voice that goes, hey, you big honk. What do you want to do and where do you want to go? Stop it. Oh, <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. What has tech ever done for our relationships? Mm, we can't talk about that on the radio. If you want to eavesdrop on juicy conversations that no one is having around all things love, sex, and relationships, join us right here, 1 p.m. on KKNW and wherever you get your podcast. We look forward to seeing you in the Love Shack. How to See a Man About a Dog. It combines darkly comic short stories, powerful poems, and pulp fiction prose to create a heartbreaking and hilarious journey readers will not soon forget. Read How to See a Man About a Dog, collected writings for free with Kindle Unlimited. Ebook available on Kindle, print copies available on Amazon the Book Pository, and more. All right. Welcome to Tech Time Radio. I'm your host, Nathan Mum. Got Mike Roday here and David Brown behind the board. All right. Let's talk about technology on this day in history. I got a couple things here. So do you realize that October 9th, 1876, Alexander Graham Bell and Thomas Watson demonstrated the first two-way phone call over outdoor wires? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bell and Watson's made their calls between the cities of Boston and Cambridge. Okay. So just think about telephones today, right? We have cell phones that are available. Anybody can talk to anybody from anywhere. Before that, what did you have to do? You had to write yourself an old-fashioned letter, didn't you? Back and forth. You had to have a mail carrier service communicate the information to you. You don't do that anymore? I don't do it. Oh, and I, I that's do what that. text is for, huh? That's right. That's why texting and LOL. emails. Uh, FML. Yeah. OMG. <laughs> all those okay. different yeah. available items in itself. But it's interesting to understand that just 1876 was when the creation of the telephone. Because well, we've always yeah, had it, 18, right? 1876. That was the first time that you had the ability to string out that long wire. Have you ever done that long wire? I was with six a... years old when that was the 100-year <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> That's there Were you? Yeah. 17, okay, so you were born in 1976? You were six years old? Yeah, you okay, do the right. math. I, I can do that. So do, do the math. I got you. All right. Let's talk about October 10th. That's Sunday, right? So this is a weekend uh -huh. October 10th, Pac-Man fever became a North American epidemic in 1980. It had a release in Japan previous year, but because of a piece of the 80 pop culture, essentially October 10th was the first time you could have arcade machines playing the video game Pac-Man. 35 years after its release, it remains the most popular game of all time. Okay, that wasn't the song. You remember the song Pac-Man Fever? I do not. Was there a song? Are you serious? You I, don't remember I the do song? Not know of, was there a song? When were you born? Uh, 1970, 1970s, early 1970s. Okay. Okay. Uh, you don't remember so Pac-Man Fever? I do not remember Pac-Man Fever. Again. Do you, I do remember going to the arcade and playing Pac-Man, though. Yeah, I used to go play Pac-Man Fever at the local Thrifties. At Thrifties, at, okay. It was, yeah. It was, well, actually, it was called Yellowfront. That was that was the place where I used to go and play Pac-Man. But how long could you last for? But a there was a song that was. Oh, I was never any good at it. I was never the high score. You never the high guy. score. I I started memorizing those patterns. Yeah, and then I, they came out with like a second chip where it was faster because they used to upgrade. Yep, the, the machines back there, the chip. ROMs, and so 
I, I mastered the whole first version of that, and I could go through about seven, eight levels without dying. But you, you don't remember the song, though. I do not. You've got to Google that. I'm going to Google that? Yeah. Okay. I, I will have to Google that. Pac-Man Fever. Well, that gets us through two hours of technology. <laughs> yeah. Right? We, we, we had uh, Nick Espinoza talking in the... Uh, 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 That's right. In, in hotel, trying to join us to talk about specifically Facebook, Compromise. We talked tons about uh, uh, technology in the first hour regarding Windows 11, right? So we'll see how long it takes for us to upgrade our Windows 11 machines. We should do a pool. We should do a pool. Who on, gets theirs first? On, no, a pool on whether or not they drop 11 altogether. Oh, we should put that on Instagram. You know what? I'm going to put that up this weekend. How's that sound? Yeah, there we go. There we go. All countdown, right. Countdown, countdown. All right. I'm Nathan Mum. We got Mike Day here, David Brown. I want you guys to have a great day. Remember, technology is your friend. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on Tech Time Radio. We hope that you had a chance to have that mmm moment in technology today. We also have a few other ways to stay connected, including subscribing to our podcast on any podcast service from Apple to Google and everything in between. And also signing up on our YouTube page where you get to see us live in video. Yep, you can see us chat and have some fun. It's youtube.com slash Radio. All one word. We hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did making it for you. From all of us at Tech Time Radio, remember, mum's the word. Have a safe and fantastic week.